Hi, and welcome. You are listening to the Stories from a Quest to Live Happier podcast, and I'm your host, Nancy Jane Smith. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and in this podcast, I share my stories and lessons I've learned and I keep learning on my quest to live happier. The show notes can be found at live-happier.com backslash podcast, and this is episode 37, Quieting Your Inner Critic. Hello, everyone. Wow, it has been a long time since I've been here. I think my last episode was back in late June. And um, my goal was to just take July off as a break. But here we are in the second to last week of August, and I'm just now getting ready to start um, recording again. So I had each week in August, I you know, told myself, oh, you need to do a podcast, you need to do a podcast. And in that break time, I came up with a ton of ideas of things I wanted to talk about in the podcast, the experiences I had and stuff that had happened. And um, but each week, I just kept putting it off and procrastinating and procrastinating and procrastinating, as we tend to do. And um, so this morning, I had on my list today, I had you know a, a chunk of time, I had it on my list, I was going to do my podcast. And um, I woke up not feeling so great. And so I, you know, laid down for a little bit and um, did a bunch of other stuff related to my work and kind of putzed around and procrastinated and procrastinated. And, um, you know, in true honesty, I need to leave the house in um, 20 minutes to get to a client meeting. And here I am very last minute recording my podcast, which was my, you know, one super big goal for the day. <laughs> so at least I, I did it. But um, man, I tell you, and the reason it took me so long is my inner critic. My inner critic has been hammering me for much of the day. And um, I really wanted to talk about that today anyway. And then it was just ironic that here I was being in this attack by my inner critic all day. And it took me a while to figure out that's what was going on. And it wasn't necessarily related to podcasting. Um, you know, I think it's, I've been, I took a break. And so it's always hard to come back into something and to be like, is anyone really going to listen? Is this really wasting your time? You shouldn't have taken a break so long, like all those various um, ideas and and concepts of any time we are re-entering an arena. But also, I've been working on a lot of stuff behind the scenes here on dealing with overwhelm and stress and inner critic stuff and, and perfectionism and, and I'm kind of really honing in on, on the message that I want to be talking about. And so the more we hone in on something and the closer we get to our authentic selves, the louder the inner critic gets. And so that is really struggling for me and almost everyone I know, because it's almost like when we get hit into the into the groove, and we think, you know, we all want to be more authentic, and we all want to live in the flow. But in honesty, the more we get authentic, and the more we start living in the flow, we have to deal with the inner critic, that is an inevitable thing that happens, because that authenticity causes vulnerability, which causes our inner critics to freak out. So um, my inner critic has been in hyperdrive lately. And um, so I really, that's why I really wanted to talk about quieting your inner critic. And for me lately, the thing I have been talking a lot about with clients and, and practicing with myself is the idea of um, your biggest fan. And the idea of your biggest fan came to me because I've really been practicing self-compassion. And that has been a big theme for me this uh, this year of 2016, and specifically this summer. The idea of self-compassion and just, you know, pouring that over on myself. So a common thing in when people talk about self-compassion, the, the example they tend to use is what would your best friend say to you? What would your best friend 
how would they support you? How would your best friend talk to you? Because our inner critics talk to us so mean and belittling and shame-filled. And then our best friends, hopefully, (laughs) talk to us with love and support and kindness. And the glitch for me has come that, you know, so this morning I wake up, I want to do this podcast, I have some other stuff that I want to get done that requires a little more putting myself out there a little more vulnerability. And so I know the inner critic is probably going to go a little crazier. And so my best friend says to me, don't worry about it, just relax, take the day off, it's no big deal. You know, a lot of the people that I'm following on blogs and and, and friends I know are taking vacations this time. So they're kind of slowing down their, their businesses and kind of taking some time off for the rest of October and part of September. And, you know, I already did that in July. So I had my time off, which was fabulous. And now it is time for me to get back to work. But my best friend voice is telling me, just relax and take it easy. It's a beautiful day. Take the day off. You don't need to be doing this stuff, which is great. But our best friends tend to be the enablers. <laughs> Even in our lives, you know, our best friends are the ones that support us no matter what. They they constantly think whatever we're doing is fabulous and they give us that wonderful unconditional support. So my challenge for myself this summer has been to kind of find that middle voice. So not the super shaming, belittling inner critic and not the wonderful, you're amazing, perfect in every way, um, best friend, but that middle voice. And I call that middle voice my biggest fan. And the reason I call that middle voice my biggest fan is because my biggest fan really wants me to succeed. They really want what's best for me. And sometimes what's best for me is to push myself a little bit, to get out of that comfort zone, to kind of face the inner critic and be like, no, I'm going to go beyond what you're saying. So the best friend encourages me to back down and, and take it easy. And my biggest fan encourages me to kind of keep going. But the way they encourage me, that voice, is a loving, kind, kind of the mix of both in the sense of this morning, as I was, you know, I took worked out, I took my shower, I didn't feel great, so I laid down, and I mean, my best friend was like, ah, just take the day. Like, you know, you don't feel well, you don't really want to work on your podcast today, maybe that's a sign, maybe you should take it easy, everyone else is taking a break, you should too, you know, all that best friend enabling. And then gradually, as I, you know, as I laid there and I thought, okay, what would my biggest fan say to me? Like, what would that person that really wants me to succeed say? The biggest fan said, okay, you don't want to do this podcast. You got a lot of doubts. You got a lot of insecurities, but you have to do it. You have to put one foot in front of the other. If you don't, you know, if you keep procrastinating on this podcast, it will never get recorded. So you need to do this, even though it's uncomfortable and, and, and we can do it together with support and love. And it doesn't have to be this painful fight against the inner critic, but it you it isn't a reason for you not to do it. And so I think, you know, for me, that is a big shift in how I view inner critic world, because now I have this cheerleader in there that's kind of giving me the acknowledgement that this is hard and this is challenging and we got to keep going and doing it anyway versus the best friend that is always encouraging me. I'd always gone between inner critic telling me how much I suck and the best friend telling me how great I was, but not pushing me along. And so I think finding this biggest fan really gives me some wiggle room to be like, wait, there's something else in there that is helpful. You know, so our biggest fan is our cheerleader. They, They want what's best for us and they can lovingly push us to do more 
and they can lovingly encourage us to slow down. So to the same degree that our inner critic is like, you got to keep going, you got to keep going, keep ahead, keep ahead, kind of that push, 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 you know, the, the, the biggest fan is going to say, whoa, we've done enough today. You know, we need to take a break. You need to relax. You need to slow down. And so they're going to give us, you know, both the push and the slow down. And that voice is always wise, kind, and loving. So it's always wise, kind, and loving. And I think that's the piece. The inner critic is not wise, kind, and loving. You know, let's be honest. And the best friend is wise, kind, and loving too, but they're not as wise. They're more on the kind and loving part. So the wise, that wisdom of you got to keep going even though you don't want to, or you need to slow down because you've been pushing so hard. So the wise voice, it sounds something like this. Wow, today was really hard. Next time, let's not procrastinate on that assignment so much. We got it done, but wow, was it stressful. These donuts were delicious and we enjoyed every bite and that sugar crash was brutal. So I'm not going to eat them every day, but I'm so glad we had them. See how that biggest fan voice has that mix of both? It's kind of like, whoa, we made a mistake there. It was really good, but we learned this from that. Or wow, we shouldn't have been procrastinating so much. I mean, we the positive is we got it done, but the hard part is that, you know, it was exhausting in the process. So the the biggest fan gives us a little wiggle room in there. And I really have liked that truth and grace and compassion that that biggest fan is giving me. You know, she doesn't let everything slide like a best friend would. She isn't like, whoa, we had all those donuts. That was awesome. I loved every bite like the best friend would. She speaks the truth, but she doesn't use shame and belittling like the inner critic does. So I think the biggest fan is kind of that mix of both. It's the truth like the inner critic has, and it's the um, the loving and kindness like our best friend has, but it's all mixed together. You know, there's no shaming and belittling, and there's a little wisdom, and there's a little grace that comes in that allows us to have that biggest fan. So I encourage you to practice harnessing that biggest fan and see if that helps you in your um, quest to quiet the inner critic, because it has made a massive change in my life. Um, really trying to concentrate on, hey, you know, really being intentional on, hey, what would my biggest fan say? You know, what would someone in front of me who really wanted the best for me, but also was going to be kind of willing to speak the truth with kindness and grace, what would they say? And, um, And I think it'll change your life. I know it will. So now it's time for the weekly ritual challenge. And the one thing that has really helped me live happier is adding regular ritual practices to my daily life. So each week, I'm going to be sharing a ritual with you and challenging you to complete it. And this week's ritual, I'm going back to the old school way because I was um, in the shower this morning and got out of the shower and couldn't remember if I had... um, shaved my legs or not. And so I realized, oh my gosh, I need to be practicing being in the shower when I'm in the shower. And so we're going old school on this week's ritual. And I'm going to encourage you to actually be in the shower when you're in the shower. And the prime sign that that is not happening is when you get out of the shower and you're like, oh my gosh, did I wash my hair? Or oh my gosh, did I condition my hair? Or oh my gosh, did I shave my legs? Or, you know, we miss being in the shower. So this week, I'm going to really encourage you to 
go back to that. That's one of my original weekly ritual challenges. And I think it's one of the best ones because it starts out your day on a good note. Um, And honestly, as I said this morning, when I was in the shower, I was kind of hammering myself. My inner critic was kind of hammering me um, about everything I wanted to get done and how much I, how terrible of a person I was for not doing it. Okay. So that's the show. Thanks for listening. The Stories from a Quest to Live Happier podcast comes out every week. If you have questions, please email me at nancyjane at live-happier.com or you can send me a tweet at nancyjane. And until next time, here's to living happier. Happier.